Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. How are we lads? Con Mort here, Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say, Mayo Are Back. Hello, this is Kim Jong-un, and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. How do you? Pope Francis here, Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Hello there, Mayo Inbreds. How do? You're welcome to Mayo Are Back Podcast Season 2, Episode 7. It's all go here today, folks. We don't even have time for an owl introduction. We have to get right down to the business. We have to get right to the thick of it. We need to talk about a couple of big issues, a couple of hot topics on the lips of Mayo Inbreds the last few weeks. You might be wondering who's sitting around the round table this evening, but that doesn't matter anymore. All you need to know is everyone around this table is a prick. In 2018 in Mayo, you can't say a lot or do a lot without getting abuse. And we were abused ourselves last week. And it's not right. We need to speak up about it. So we're coming forward and we're we're saying, you know, if you're going to be brave and send us a message on Instagram calling us pricks, we would happily happily invite you onto the show and have you call us pricks to our faces because it would give I would love nothing more than to be called a prick by you. So, if you have a message typed and you're thinking about DMing it to us, don't. How about come on down, pop down to the offices into the headquarters and we'll set up a little interview and we we'll 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 talk about whatever problems you have with Mayo or back. Keyboard warriors is all you are. You know who you are. So, we'll move on anyways to the Mayo Club Championship review. And as far as I gather, we're still the only podcast service in the county and proud to be the only podcasters in the county giving quality, round-the-clock, 24-hour coverage of the Mayo Club Championship. And what a, what a championship weekend we had last weekend. Ballantubber. We were all really, really happy around the table here to see uh, Ballantubber pick up another county championship. Mm. A really, a really likeable Ballantubber team. Fan, fan base as well, great people. Yeah, real great, great club. And we were personally, we were delighted for them as well. Also, we were very happy for the, the other bees, the men from Belmullet. Now, that's a real story we can all get behind there. Um, Fair play to you, Muggsy. Fair play to you, the Lactics, Netminder. Scott Kilker, and we must give a shout out to friend of the page, Donovan Cosgrove. That man has an absolute surname of a first name. The man from Kilshamal. Is he from Kilshamal? Yeah. Well, hard luck to him in his semi-final <laughs> defeat. They lost at the semi-final stage, but good, good effort throughout the year, no doubt about it indeed. And it would be remiss of us to talk about county finals without talking about the ladies. We're very equal here at Mayo are back. We like to give full equality to our girls. And we'd like to spend a moment to think of the poor girls from Knockmore. And in fact, we'll extend this to any girl in the county who doesn't play for Carnacon. We feel very sorry for ye. 19 in a row. There's a lot of people in Mayo at the moment and they might think that the the All-Ireland series isn't fair because Dubs have won four in a row. And to them I say, you, you're hypocrites because in your own county there's a team that's won 19 in a row. So until Dublin win the next 15 All-Arnolds, come back to me then. Now we were all lucky enough to be in at the county final last weekend and we saw the boys from the Tubber defeat the Brafy Mafia on the narrowest of score lines. Uh, Fat Larry, I understand you were given a little bit of respect for the first time from Mayo GEA this weekend. For the very first time, the Mayo County Board showed me nothing but due respect. 
it started from not having to pay into the game. What I found, guys, is if any of you are looking for some tips out there, a little bit of blind ignorance at the gate will go in a long way. Mm, goes a long me way. And a, me and a good buddy of mine, we just, as they say, we just put the head down and kept walking, and that was, that was it. Nothing was said. So you that, dodged the biscuit tin. You dodged Tommy Dugoolin as well. We did. The country board's dirty paws were, were kept well away from us on this occasion. I was also, um, I suppose I was very honoured to have been able to enjoy the game from the press box in McHale Park. Ooh. I kept the head down as they say, but just thanks to some of the, some of the chaps up there, we had a good evening. It's nice and warm up there as well. And I'll be returning there again in the future. Yourself and John Casey from the Mayo Advertiser had a good chinwag I hear. Listen, I was rubbing shoulders with some with some big dogs up there, you know, some some head honchos from the Connacht Council were there. There was some <coughs> a variety of county board representatives and you know, I felt right at home I have to say. Now, speaking of the country broad, we're the first here at Mayor back to extend, you know, well wishes and thanks to our many friends of the page that we have, but we also have a couple of enemies of the page, and uh, a lot of them exist in the country broad. Could you expand on that a little bit more? Well, I suppose the point I'm trying to make is that we've got two country broads there. They're operating independent of each other, and... You know, we have a national campaign here to get equality for ladies. The 20 by 20 campaign seeks absolute equality in every respect. And the Mayo Ladies County Broad cannot claim to give equal respect to the ladies. And I'll tell you why. Because if a small minority group of men's footballers wanted to oust the Mayo Manger, it can be done. In fact, it has been done very, very recently. The Mayo Ladies, on the other hand, tried to do the exact same thing and due respect is not shown to them. What happens to the ladies? They get kicked off the squad. And we have a letter that was received during the week, a heartfelt letter from uh, an inbred who prefers not to give her name away, but she just wrote in, she said, Dear Mayor Back, my four-year-old son just asked me, why is the word manager? Can only men be managers what about women and boys and girls and to her I suppose we have to say yes only men can mange because only men can I suppose break people's spirits and I don't know where you stand on this gentleman but if you if you do want to make any comments feel free to weigh in at any stage listen I've never heard of a woman manger in my life. It's so unheard of. It's a real foreign concept to me, so that's why I, I'm not speaking much of the matter. I'm a staunchly inbred believer that only men can mange, and only Ken O'Connor and Aidan O'Shea can sack the manager, in my opinion. O only, only them people are. Cora Staunton and uh, Martha Farter, they can't... They, they're in no position to be sacking mangers. That'd be crazy. No. So let, let the men sack the mangers and let the, the men mange. And on the topic of mangers as well, I tell you, there's one man who'll probably be regretting his decision to get James Horn back in the job. Who? And that's, that's Killian O'Connor. Because I'm telling you, there's another man there in Ballantubber now. I'd say he wishes he, he, waited, he waited another couple of weeks. I was flicking through the, the pages of the, uh, 
the Western inbreds there. There's a lovely photo of himself and Kevin Johnson giving him a big hug. I'd say he'd only love now if he was coming in to take over the Mayo team. And one man that's left the Mayo team and gone for pastures new is Rochi. What do you think is on Rochi's mind? Listen, fair play to Rochi, you know. He's, uh, he hasn't hung around. He's, uh, he's, he's licked his wounds in every sense of the yeah. word. And uh, he's gone out and got himself a new job. I'm sure will receive n- no less <coughs> than the height of uh, respect up in Donegal. And, uh, you know, I suppose Donegal would be a place that sack and mangers would be fairly unheard of. So so Mayo go to Donegal in the National League this year. Interestingly, Rachi's sides, one of, the, one of the imprints on all Rachi sides is that they're very, very welcoming. And they're very... Whenever you go to their home patch, you can be sure you're going to have a very, very easy run out. Just like teams have had in McHale Park over the last couple of years. That's true, yeah. And on McHale Park... You were walking the surface of it um, last weekend, Patsy. What did you make of it? Well, I think it's just a disgrace that they have 9, 10, 11-year-olds out in the pitch absolutely destroying a sacred ground with their running around aimlessly after a ball like a herd of sheep. Disgusting. I heard recently, actually, that the county board have devised a new, I suppose you could call it, a method of raising some much-needed cash. I suppose it would more or less save them having to spend needless money on sand from Mulrani Beach. I've heard that um, the County Board are proposing setting up um, a crematorium on the back pitch of McHale Park. And what they intend on doing is charging a small fee to uh, cremate the remains of uh, Mayo inbreds and then would spread the ashes across McHale Park as a means of saving money on uh, sand. For my dying wish, I want to be played on by Kevin McLaughlin. And fair play to Kevin McLaughlin as well. He's, uh, I tell you, there's there's someone out playing on him as there is and uh, he's, I believe he's off having his stag this weekend. He so. picked the right weekend to go. Now, it's one of the contributing factors. There's apparently not many Knockmore footballers have been invited to Horan's 100 trials. And I suppose there's a question mark over whether some of them chose to go to Munich instead of going to the trials. But I'd say it's probably got a lot more to do with the fact that none of them are good enough to play for Mayo. Yeah. You know, you know who we're talking about. You know who you are. Speaking Shane, of Shane McHale. playing for Mayo and... I suppose the the political side of playing for Mayo and all that comes with it, this being a very political and democratic weekend, politically speaking, who's standing out in Mayo for us at the moment, gentlemen? Well, I believe on a weekend like this, it would be remissive of us to not talk about our good pal, Senator Anal Drillon, who, of course, has been making a lot of headlines in the political sphere. Hates mental health. Over the last couple of weeks. Yes, and on so speaking on the topic of mental health, we would like to commend mm. Anal Dillon for his continued uh, support for people uh, countywide who have mental health. Well done, Anal. That's a very it's a it's a very admirable cause and we we stand behind you on this one. If he keeps going the way he's going, we could very well see Anal in the Oris. Well, you never know. Um Twenty twenty five, would you vote for anal in the Oris? Yeah, Oris for anal. Yeah, so he must be commended for the handshaking. Will, will he be young enough though? 
I know Peter Casey was considering uh, bringing in a, a maximum age. What age is Anal now? He's fairly pushing on. He's 76 now. He'll certainly have similar hair to Michael D at that stage. But he brought in the handshakes pre-game to get himself a bit of practice for all the handshaking he's going to be doing in the build-up to the general erection next year. And he's been at a lot of openings as well. I'm pretty sure if I open my trousers to take a shot, he'd be there with his hand out looking to get a picture taken. (laughs) But it has to be done. Now, having a quick glance through the presidential ballot... We see a lot of familiar names. <clears throat> There's a lot of familiar names on the presidential ballot. So we had a Duffy, a Freeman, a Gallagher, and it reminded me of some of Weo's finest. We're talking about Fiona and Duffy, the young cub there. The Freeman brothers from Ahamore slash Taurine. I think Fiona is actually, he's, he's, he's up in Santry at the minute because his, his, t- his shorts are so tight that it cut off all blood flow to his brain. <laughs> And uh, Adnan Gallagher as well it was also in the mix. But whatever happened to him? I suppose neither of the three of them picked up many votes to get into Horan's team and they're probably going to go with the old stalwart and that is Mr Higgins. No strangers to politics, this Mayo side. They've had a few referendums in the past, gentlemen, haven't they? I, I, tell, you, I tell you a man now who's going to be... Um, I hear uh, Anal Dillon won't have it all his own way, though, uh, in the upcoming uh, presidential election. The, election? the presidential erection, excuse me. Um, I've, I've heard from uh, my sources around the country town that another uh, Mayo, former Mayo footballer now will be running for the UKIP party. Um, that would be <laughs> Barry Moore. He's uh, on a recent flight over um, the UK. He picked up uh, some political ideals and he intends on bringing them back uh, to the county town. Do you think he could challenge Anil Dillon for the, for the doll seat? Yeah, I'd say Barry's always been a man who's been accustomed to ruffling feathers wherever he's gone. Because uh, Barry, Barry was over at the, he was over in Wembley a couple of weeks ago I believe. I, I saw him in the airport. He was over supporting the Flying Ducks. He was going over to support the Ducks in Wembley and he was with that lad who uh, runs the party. Nigel Farage, yes, that's his name. Uh, a Tommy Goonan-style figure, quite a divisive figure in UK politics, but we've, we've plenty of them in Mayo, so that'll be, no, that'll be no bother to us. Divisive political figures in Mayo. The topic cannot be touched on without mentioning one name. I suppose it's on everyone's lips for the stark and worrying warning that was issued to Mayo supporters at the beginning of the week. This is from a man who said he was very anxious. And we hate to think that Mayo supporters would be making this man anxious. That's the last thing he needs is to be worried about us flying over to New York and going to the game. Mayo are back. We hope to be there. But if John Prenty has his way, we won't be allowed into the stadium. Isn't that right, gentlemen? Well, we shouldn't get our hopes up anyway. I tell you one man that will be there though, John Prenty. Yes, He'll so, have no problem getting a ticket. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so Mayo fans, he says, should go for the crack, not for the game. And they should go over with the kind of, you know, the impression that they're not going to get in. Him, he, he himself, on the other hand, different story, Patsy. Well, well Prenty, like, he's going over for the crack. Like, that's all well and good. But he can't be using his, that to promote his own business, like selling the crack, like so. Well, I mean, it's an interesting proposal that the county board could maybe consider going into the new year as a little means of raising extra funds. Sell a bit of crack up John You could Prenty, get over, and go over to New York and come home with a load of crack. 
that's very true. You could make plenty of money off that, you know. We're talking about a guy here who, you know, he's one of these guys who's just excelled in his role that got him promoted from Mayo head of corruption right up the ranks to the Connacht Council head of corruption. And he's been wielding his power there for many years. It was often reported a dear friend of mine told me that John Prenty's son asked him for a, a set of goalposts out the back one Christmas. And what he was given in return was the Connacht GA Centre of Excellence. And that is just, that's just a sign of how much power and control this magnificent man has. But you know, I know of a guy who could do with a set of goalposts in his back garden, and that'd be Aidan O'Shea. Now, the week before, Aidan, of course, had gone over to Wembley to watch the <laughs> NFL. Now, I can only assume that Aidan took inspiration from the from the place kickers in the NFL in, in the NFL teams that were playing that weekend. Special teams. The special teams, yes. So Aidan decides the following weekend when he comes home that in the dying minutes, dying seconds, should I say, of the county final, on third and ten, Aidan uh, attempted a rather optimistic field goal attempt off his left foot from the sideline. Now, gentlemen, would I be right in saying that I have never, never mind seen Aidan O'Shea kick a point in my life, but I haven't seen him kick a ball off the ground either? No, well, I don't think that's a fair comment at all. You know, I've been reliably informed that Bravey were class last weekend. I wasn't actually there myself, but I've heard from a couple of colleagues that they were excellent throughout, in particular all the Bravey players that are on the Mayo team. And actually there's calls that a few more of them should be called up to the Mayo team. And maybe even the two teams could be merged and it would be kind of a Bravey Mayo 15 that could go on and represent us I mean, in Jerry, the championship. Jerry Jennings has to be on there this year. Is he on the 100? Eddie Conway? Uh, he is a hundred. Whether he's on the hundred, I'm not sure. Um, there's some other good players from Bra- <laughs> There's some other good players from Bravery there though. I know Alan Dillon's nephew Dylan Cannon has been selected for the big the big BBQ weekend. And a good uh, good pal of ours there, uh, who I'm sure will be in the mix as well, Keith Mulcrone. See him next week at at the weekend. Keychin. Enough about the Bravey Mafia guys. Where 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 to now for Bell End Tubber? You know they're looking down the barrel of a, a feisty Connacht series, and you know I'm a big supporter of Mayo clubs. I'd love to see them doing a Mitchells on it. I'd love to see them getting all the way to the final. What I mean, Eamon O'Hara was there at the last day, and his, his pair of toms. He looked very well watching the Tubber. He won't fear the Tubber anyway. That's for sure. After what we saw in in McHale Park last weekend, there there's nothing to be feared there at all. But if they yeah. do override his Turlestrand side, what do you make of their chances of a Connacht final match against the men from Galway? Not a hope. Well, I would have to say, should they come up against the Galway side in the Connacht final, as a good pal of ours once said, they'll be Cora finished. What a pal he is, Brian. How are you? Are you well? Come on the show, Brian. Do you know what I must compliment as well, just looking through the newspapers here? Kevin Johnson's facial hair. Mm. Wow. What a, what a fabulous face he has. Mm. Um, he's, a, he's a face we, we could... Uh, Schmiggine. We, he's a lovely little schmiggine on him here. We'd love to... Uh, we'll, we'd, we, we're looking forward to seeing him on the sideline in the not-too-distant future for Mayo. Because let's face it, it's going to happen at some stage. So, while you're sitting around listening to this... The Mayo players are out busting their bollockses trying to get into Horan's 100 for the new season. How is Horan going to keep 100 men happy on the squad next year? 
And do we need 100 men for the FPD League? Or is it a little bit much? Well, he succeeded over four years in keeping Alan Dillon, Killian O'Connor, Aidan O'Shea and these guys happy. You know, Pat Holmes couldn't do that in his one year in charge. So I'm sure with the size of the egos of those men, if he had 100 smaller egos, he'd have no problem keeping them happy. And where do Pat and Noel come into all of this? <laughs> well, they're the very first. Well, I, be- <laughs> I believe that's very interesting. And that, of course, was the, was the natural... That's where this conversation was naturally progressing. So you may or may not know, but back in 2015, in September of 2015... This is important context. In the context of the weekend we are, we are now in, it is important that Pat and Noel get some airtime. They don't get... Enough, in my opinion. I would always advocate more airtime, but I don't make the I don't make the decisions around here. But anyways, so in 2015, we saw one of the greatest shows of democracy this county has ever seen in the clubhouse of Ballyhane GA Club and um, voting centre and voting centre, where where the home Ellie heave took place. It was an absolutely amazing success for all the players involved. It was a campaign where weeks and weeks of hard work came together and the joyous and rapturous applause when the announcement of the secret ballot was revealed that Pat and Noel had been ousted. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. Tears of happiness, tears of sadness, beads of sweat rolling down bald men's head. You know, it was just one of those beautiful occasions for all privileged enough to witness it. And on, and on that day, Alan Dillon's political career was born. I myself was sitting in the back of Danny Kirby's Ford Fiesta looking out the window at it. And, you know, I didn't have much of a view, but from what I saw of Alan Dillon, the way that he had orchestrated this whole thing and was given sole credit for the heave, really pushed him to the forefront of Mayo's sporting and political life. And do they mix? Can they mix? Should they mix? I believe they I believe they can and and will yes it has proved in the past to have worked very well to mix uh, politics and football together so I believe we will continue with that Listen guys a fabulous young crop oh, of guys I mean, you know I think we got to look elsewhere we've got to look for the divine and under the, the current structure fluid type football main fisting what about the extra monies? When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. Male GAA, are, they're just completely gentrified right now. They're, they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back, you know, they need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They need to go back to their gender fluid ways in 96. So, guys, on this, given that it is, of course, James Horan's BBQ weekend... Who do you think will be in the foreskin of James Horan's mind as we head into 2019? Are we going to see any new players on the horizon? Look at guys this weekend. Yes, well, there has to be due credit given to these young, fabulous guys from Westport who, you know, looking at, say, one example there, their young goalkeeper, Porico Mali. This guy, I've seen him in action for quite a few years, and what this man can do with his fist, Killian O'Connor wouldn't do with his foot. He fisted a 45 over against Brafie in the quarterfinal this year from off the ground, and 
it was an amazing, amazing thing to be seen. And he's one man who I'd be recommending to be Mayo's number one, or maybe even their 16th man going forward. Yes. And there's a guy outside of Horan's 100 at the moment, operating down under, as they say. And we here at Mayo Back would like to extend, you know, we're, we're a global platform here, guys. We've been listening to all around the world. Uh, no more so than in Australia. So if there's anyone down there who feels they're good enough, as James Horan says, if you think you're good enough, come on back. And, you know, as we've seen last year under Rochi's regime, even if it's only the week or two before the Connacht Championship starts, not to worry. We'll give you, we'll give you a game if you think you're good enough. And if you're from Ballantubber, all the better as well. So that's, uh, that's a call out to you, Danny Garrity. So guys, at this point, given the, the nature of the proceedings we've had here tonight, I just have a question I wanted to ask you. Do either of you guys ever think we're going to get in trouble for what we're saying here? It's an excellent question. It was something that has come into my mind over the last couple of minutes, and it was one that I believed I should share with the wider group. I suppose, really in a sense, you know, what we're doing here, guys, it's a service to the people of Mayo. And it's a real, it's a real beautiful, it's like a movement, not the movement, but a movement. And it's the Mayo or Back movement. I have to copyright that now. Yeah, the am a movement. You can't put a copyright on the word a. We spell it without the e, just to clear that up. And we have a lot of support from around the country, country and further afield. And we are... Don't you worry, don't you worry one bit. We are going to keep delivering the quality broadcasts that need to be delivered in this, in the days of corruption, collusion, constipation. We're going to be there every step of the way, breaking the news. And people might wonder why they don't hear my voice as much as everyone else, and that's mainly because what I say is, is actually censored for a good reason too, and thankfully that, because I'm pretty sure I'd be in prison by now if, a lot of the stuff I said I'd actually got out there. Patsy now does most of his talking at club games, standing on the sideline, waiting for the players to come off the pitch or having a go at managers. And it's a well, trait that we love to see. You know what, like, someday I'll get that my word out against David Dolan and I can rest in peace then. <laughs> but to cut your to answer your question in a, in, a very, in, a very, in a very efficient manner, I would say no, no, I don't think we're going to get in trouble for this. I think we can be... I think I'd like to respect ourselves. Can we all respect ourselves for one moment? And yes. say that... You know, we should be commended for everything we do, because we do it in such a kind and polite manner. Factual manner. Mm. Yes. We're only dealing with facts here, guys. Yes. And it must, this must be remembered by all the listeners that we're going through the normal cyclical calendar that every Mayo fan goes through. So you might listen to us at this time of year and say, oh God, they're being a little bit harsh. But, you know... But it is, Nove- it is October, coming into November. These are prime months for turning on ourselves, fighting with each other, turning on our own players, spitting at them. You know, <clears throat> come the FDDDBB League, we will be back and fully behind this Mayo squad and full of beans for the new season. Heinz Beans keeps Aidan O'Shea farting on and off the field. And you can go out and hit Aidan O'Shea on the, on the pitch after the county final if you want, but you'll still be licking his arse come next September when he's in the All-Ireland final. And that is the nature of the Mayo fans calendar. We might actually release that calendar next year, so you'll know exactly what mood to be in as each month progresses. 
And you know what? No matter how bad things get here at Mayo or back, they'll never be as bad as Burr were in the county final. Shout out Jason Dorothy. You were eating too many jambons in Balnalak though, Jason. We saw you. Oh, we saw you bite. And Drake was in there getting a Drake roll. Listening to Drake on his iPhone. And what about John Mahan? Where does he come into all of this? John is, you know, listen guys. Fabulous <laughs> stuff on the podcast. Keep it up, guys. It's always sunny and awfully. We'll be getting... Heavily involved with Offaly in twenty nineteen, we'd like to be we'd like to partner up with them because I suppose underneath it all, we're not so much Mayo fans as we are John Mohan fans. So with the new shift of management and shift of county alliances, we will be following John and we'll be bringing the Mayo back cruiser up to the Midlands. We're of alliances. He might give Brian Rape a run out. Yeah, you know, because he's not going to get a run in Mayo, so he might as well. They might as well let him play somewhere. Could we use um, Offaly as a Mayo development squad? Because we have enough fellas on the development squad now that aren't getting played. Could we start loaning them out to Offaly? I think Chelsea do that with Royal Antwerp. Yeah, so I, we we could we could uh, we could bring that to John and see what he thinks. Um, Listen, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to to sit down and to discuss it with us. And I suppose on an evening like tonight, it'll be uh, remiss of us to forget our new uh, subsidiary company, which we are setting up now, which is Offaly are back. Get on it. That'll be launching in the new year. Get on it, guys. Patent pending, Offaly are back. So that's very exciting news as well. We won't make any money off that either, but we do it for the love of it, I suppose. And it's also been a great weekend for Westport as well here. Congratulations to the Westport ladies. (coughs) who won the penalty shootout last weekend in the Connacht semi-final. Well done, girls! Fair play to you, girls. There was a real, uh, a real frantic, a real frantic, frenetic finish to that game when um, a cross-come shot came into the box and was fisted to the bag by the Westport substitute. Makes a great compilation. Um, that went, so it brought the game to a, uh, extra time and uh, into the, the penalty shootout then. And congratulations to Lee Keegan as well, who uh, loves the Wild Atlantic way. It's class. Is it open your open your open your regional papers for a little Mayo treat this week, guys. Lee Keegan sitting on a rock has me as hard as the rock he's sitting on. Open your arse to the beauty of Mayo. And I suppose winding down, reflecting on what's been a, a whirlwind podcast, I suppose there's not a whole lot left for us to do, only to say hello to Fergal Boland. He was lending a hand to Huddersfield last weekend in their bid to avoid the drop. I think he himself would be bidding to avoid the drop when James Horan gets his phone book out. That's not the only thing he'll be waiting for to drop. And we're aware that we're going to be going out as the only... Mayo GA podcast for the next couple of weeks so that's why we wanted to provide you with such a full and well-rounded review of everything that's going on within the country so there's not much left for us to do only then to uh, thank you for your listenership as always and you know we extend the the hand of friendship to anyone who wants to get in touch with the page we're on Instagram we're on Twitter at Mayo or Back and we're always open to new ideas and new suggestions. And uh, we love hearing from all our friends of the page as well. Just a warning, a parting shot before we go to Tommy Goonan. Tommy, if you're on the, if you're on the gate in McHale Park, watch out for the fake 50 euros. 
I'm looking here, there's an interesting article in one of the local papers about it. Um, I'm sure Tommy won't be caught out though. I think it's Tommy that's dealing the fake 50 euros. And with the fact that there's nothing else happening in Mayo at the moment, we don't really have any more to talk about. Um, we might see in the new year. We might be on tea before that again. I suppose it depends what sort of mood we're in. And again, we'll stress, you know, if you were offended or aggrieved by any of the comments mentioned in tonight's podcast. You can unfollow us like other people have. A couple of shout outs before we go. We'll have to say hello to... David Drake, who's down under, fisting down under at the moment. And he has gone down there as a player exchange, foreign exchange, where in return, the saviour of Mayo, Fierce Handy, will be coming back. And Drake will be, hopefully, staying there for the coming season. And we wish him all the very best with that. And I suppose we better leave it there, folks. Kevin Prendergast, take us home to Mayo. Let's go back to County Mayo The pride of all the West A mountain of Propatry Not trying but sad its best Barry Hannes and Clare Morris Those towns I should know It was there I spent my childhood 